Chapter 19 of The Lone Ranger Rides. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Lone Ranger Rides by Fran Stryker. Chapter 19 Announcement Extraordinary. Tonto was visibly agitated by something that had happened while he lay hidden in the darkness near the clearing. The Lone Ranger glanced over his shoulder at Penelope, on guard in the house, then closed the door. "'Plenty happen,' said Tonto. The Lone Ranger interrupted. "'Just a minute.' He looked toward the bunkhouse, still brilliantly lighted, and then at his prisoner. Yuma was regaining consciousness and squirming about uneasily in his uncomfortable position. "'Could you hear what was said inside, Tonto?' The Indian nodded and once more started to speak. "'Before you tell me what happened in the clearing, let me tell you about a murder down here.' The Lone Ranger hurriedly sketched the recent grim events, making no effort to soften his voice so that his prisoner couldn't hear. He didn't mention the document taken from Penny, but he did tell about locking the killers in the cellar. "'Now,' he finished, "'tell me, did that man who passed me find Rangoon?' Tonto said, "'That right. Him come to clearing. Rangoon call. Him stop.' The Lone Ranger noticed that Yuma had stopped squirming. He seemed to be listening intently to what the Indian said. Tonto explained how the unknown rider had dismounted and had talked for a few moments in an undertone to Rangoon. Their voices were too soft for the Indian to get the gist of the conversation, and he dared not move closer for fear of detection. The unknown rider had then untethered Rangoon's horse. A moment later a shot was fired, and hoofbeats signified the fast departure of both horses one ridden by the killer, the other led. It had been too dark for Tonto to distinguish anything. He didn't even know which man had been shot until he struck matches and identified Rangoon. When Tonto finished his narration, Yuma broke in impatiently. "'Look here, stranger. How long do you figure on leaving me like this? My belly's fit to meet my spine.' The masked man, with Tonto's help, untied the big prisoner and slid him from his horse. "'You all right?' he asked. "'My head's aching fit to split. What in hell did you hit me with?' "'You tripped, and your head wrapped the floor.' "'Oh!' Yuma made no resistance as he was retied, his hands behind his back. He obediently climbed into his saddle when ordered to do so. "'Who?' he asked. "'Are you?' "'If I wanted you to know, I'd take this mask off.' "'Would I know you then?' "'I doubt it. I don't remember ever having seen you before tonight. Now, listen to me. I'm letting you sit in the saddle so that you'll be more comfortable.' I'm not going to gag you unless you start yelling. There are a few things I want to talk to you about, 
and you'll save yourself a lot of trouble if you'll answer my questions. While he spoke, the Lone Ranger connected Yuma's feet with a rope tied to each ankle and drawn beneath the belly of his horse. If you try to run away, I'll lasso you and you'll find yourself in a bad way because you can't get out of the saddle. I ain't no damn fool, retorted Yuma in a sulky voice. Get going, said his captor. Yuma heeled his horse obediently and started ahead. The Lone Ranger rode about ten feet behind, next to Tonto, whispering softly. Tonto frowned heavily at everything that was said, and tried several times to persuade the white man to relax for at least an hour and rest. The day and night thus far had been punishing for any man and especially so for one who had still a great deal of his strength and endurance to regain. "'I'm going to ride into Red Oak,' the Lone Ranger told Tonto, "'and that's a good two hours in the saddle. I can doze on the way. Silver knows the trail back there.' Tonto countered with a comment, but the masked man explained that he was quite used to spending days and nights on end in the saddle, sleeping there quite easily. "'And anyway,' he finished, "'I think we're right on the verge of discovering who the leader of those outlaws is. Lonergan said it was the same man that Gimlet mentioned, but I don't think so.' "'Tonto at door, then. Hear him name Yuma.' "'That's what Lonergan said. I think he lied.' Who you think leader? I'm not sure yet, Tonto. I've been doing a little thinking while we've been riding. The masked man slowed Silver, and Tonto followed suit. Yuma continued on the same gait. When the distance had widened so that it was unlikely that conversation would be heard by the captured man, the Lone Ranger outlined what he wanted Tonto to do. "'Turn back,' he whispered in a voice that was husky with fatigue. "'I'll take care of the prisoner. I'll leave him in the cave, and then ride on to Red Oak.' He spoke rapidly, and Tonto's head bobbed comprehension and approval of the plans. "'The man who rode uphill,' was one of the points the masked man emphasized. "'Slimy ground on the mountain.' different from that of the gravel-bottomed gap. As he talked, the Lone Ranger kept an eye on the big cowpuncher he had captured. The level basin ended in steep walls divided by Bryant's Gap. It was here that Tonto halted, lifted his right hand high in a parting gesture, and wheeled Scout about. The Lone Ranger watched his friend sweeping across the basin on a back trail toward the ranch house. Then he turned, and in the light of an ascending moon, three-quarters grown, he saw that Yuma, too, had halted and was waiting in the gap. It took but a moment for the Lone Ranger to join the prisoner, and then the two rode side by side. After a period of silence, Yuma spoke. "'Can't get it to save me,' he growled. "'What's that?' 
Yuma looked across the space between the horses. "'What in hell's your part in things around here?' "'Why?' First you ride here like one of the killers. I figure you've murdered Gimlet, you knock hell out in me. Then you lock them skunks in the cellar. The Lone Ranger liked the outspoken manner of the man. I reckon from what I heard you ain't the gent that finished Gimlet. No. You're hunting the leader of them outlaws. Ain't that so? The masked man said, "'Stop here for a minute.' Yuma reined up. "'Take a look over there,' the Lone Ranger said. Yuma saw six mounds of stone and earth at the base of a sheer cliff. A rude cross surmounted each of those piles. He nodded grimly. "'I know about em. Texas Rangers, ain't they?' I heard about the shootin', then a couple of the boys said someone had buried them. Someone buried them, repeated the Lone Ranger. A redskin, or someone wearing moccasins. An Indian, the masked man agreed softly. After a thoughtful pause, Yuma said, That part of yours? That's right. Uh-huh. Yuma pondered further while the Lone Ranger waited. You figure I got something more to say? Have you? Reckon so I have. As I size it up, you're out to do for the ones that ambushed those men. That, said the other, is the whole thing in a nutshell. Whatever else may happen, the most important thing to me is to avenge the men who fill those graves. You wasn't special interested in shooting up some of the skunks that done it, reflected Yuma with regret in his voice. They can be picked up later. Not if the rest of the pack get back. They'll let em out, and then all hell is going to break loose till you and that engine are filling a couple more graves. I'm interested in the leader of this outfit. What about that pretty girl? What about her? Holy smoke! exploded Yuma. Can't you see the spot the poor girl's in? Or maybe you don't savvy. She's got four cousins, and not one of them has the guts to protect her. Every skunk in the basin would like to make a play for Miss Penny. And it ain't nothin' exceptin' Bryant Cavendish that keeps him from it. You figure Bryant's the leader, don't you? Well, maybe so he is. But I'd a damn sight sooner be kept on orderin' them crooks around in cattle stealin' and sellin' than to see him jailed and Penelope left without him. I was told that the leader was a man called Yuma. I heard that. I heard what you told the redskin. Gimlet mentioned the same name just before he died. But that's a blasted... Yuma broke off, leaving his speech suspended. We'll push ahead now, the Lone Ranger said. When they were on their way again, the masked man noticed that his prisoner was deep in thought. 
there were furrows across his forehead his eyes were half shut in heavy concentration you haven't told me who you are yet the lone ranger said finally tain't none of your business was the reply yuma went on as if simply voicing the thoughts that had been broken by the speech don't make sense at all he muttered bryant wouldn't let penny get hurt the volume of his speech increased a bit damn it all to hell and gone i never seen a man like you i bet by gosh you would drill bryant if you thought he bossed the murderin of them rangers don't you think that would be justified you wouldn't just take him to the law you'd deal with him personal eh that would all depend unless i could find witnesses it would be pretty hard to prove a case against him i understand that he fired at this fellow called yuma the clump of horses hoofs was the only sound for several moments the lone ranger saw the stream of water shimmering in silver light ahead just beyond he knew was the cave suppose muttered yuma bryant wasn't the leader of the pack who else could be certainly cavendish wouldn't let those outsiders run his ranch for him and i don't think any of the nephews could pull such thick wool over his eyes just suppose that what lonergan told you was the truth what was that that yuma was the boss and that he had a hold on bryant and bryant had to do what he wanted suppose that was the case what did you do naturally i'd hunt for yuma bryant went to town now he couldn't have got back in time to have killed old gimlet then rid away up that mountain trail you mentioned and drilled rangoon like your injun partner told of now could he if he went to red oak he couldn't have been there and back in time but we don't know that he did go to red oak but this gent called yuma didn't miss penny tell you he was still around after bryant left yes so ain't it logical to think he might have killed gimlet just like gimlet said then rid up the mountain and killed rangoon the lone ranger could scarcely suppress a smile at the thorough reasoning of his companion he urged the blond man to continue what are you getting at he said me i ain't nothing but a cowhand and ain't been in here long i ain't had much of anything to do yet i ain't in no way important to you now if i was to tell you where you could locate this yuma you're hunting would you let me go free but it's bryant i want yuma became confidential you're wrong wrong the other nodded that's what i said tain't bryant you want at all it's yuma is the leader of the bunch just like lonergan said the lone ranger took this announcement calmly 
Yuma, having thought the thing over from all angles, felt that it was vitally important for Penny's sake to keep this masked rider, whose resolute purpose was to capture Bryant, from doing so, since Bryant was the only living man who could protect the girl. He pressed arguments on the Lone Ranger, using everything that Penny had previously told him in her uncle's behalf. "'The old man don't know what's going on about the place no more,' he said. "'He can't walk around no more, can't ride much, can't even see good. "'You're barking up the wrong tree, stranger, and I'm a-going to put you right.' The irony of it! If only Yuma, in the misdirected chivalry of his glib lies, could have known that it was he, and not the uncle she felt had proved faithless, that the girl wanted. But Yuma didn't know. He went on at great length. "'I'll tell you just where you can find Yuma,' he concluded, "'if you'll promise to turn me loose.' The Lone Ranger agreed. "'Then cut the ropes on my hands.' "'Whoa, Silver!' "'Whoa thar, you hoss!' The ropes were cut. Yuma chafed his hands for several moments while he scrutinized the gap in both directions and weighed his chances. His own horse was fresh. The masked man's had already covered many miles. His rifle was still in its leather scabbard, his six-guns still in place. "'You,' he said, kneeing his horse aside, "'wanna know where Yuma is at, eh?' The tall masked man nodded. "'Well, you're looking right at him.' A gun leaped into Yuma's hand. "'I'd as soon as not drill you clean,' he barked in a harsh, loud voice. "'But if you leave me get away, you'll stay alive.' He spurred his horse with such a force that the beast fairly leaped off all four feet at once. Another instant and Yuma was clattering through the gap away from Bryant's basin. "'Shoulda shot him,' he thought. "'I shoulda shot him, but instead I'll get away. Let him trail me. Let him spend a lifetime hunting me. It'll keep him off in Bryant's trail.' Heedless of the risk, he tore ahead, wind whipping at his face and neckerchief, he thought of Penelope, and something choked in his throat. At least the girl would be safe while Bryant lived. It was a heedless, a crazy thing he'd done, but at the time it seemed the only thing. There were half-formed hopes in his mind, hopes that he could circle back and reach Bryant, tell him what he'd done, and beg the patriarch to provide for Penny's future happiness. Then he'd have a two-gun showdown with those men like Sawtell and Lombard and the worthless cousins. Kill them as many as he could before he himself was dropped. Wild plans, plans that only a foolhardy cowboy like Yuma could concoct. He didn't know why he hadn't shot the masked man. Perhaps because he knew there would be others to investigate the Texas Ranger murders and the Basin Gang. No. Murder would not have helped. 
it would simply have delayed the end of Bryant. In making himself the confessed criminal, the leader of the wolf pack, he had done the only thing that his simple mind could think of. "'Get up!' he bellowed, and the horse lunged on. End of chapter 19